Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Movie Bunker podcast with me, Chris. And me, Matt. I'm always amazed you know what number it is. <laughs> I do the research. Oh, does <laughs> all the research. He's the brains of the operation. <laughs> How's it going, Matthew? All right? I'm good, thank you, yes. I had a bit of a moment earlier on today when I suddenly remembered that we were recording the podcast and I had to watch a terrible film. Hooray! <laughs> Yeah, it always helps if you actually watch the movie. I was quite excited. It was really weird. So I was driving, driving. I was like, "Oh, can do podcast today? Can do podcast? Can speak to Chris? We're gonna have a fun time." <laughs> and then I was like, "I'm gonna speak about. Ooh, what am I going to speak about?" And yeah, I think it's the the switch to weekly. It's really thrown me, Chris. It's yeah, we put a loop. We might have a lot more downtime between podcasts than this, but. Not this, not this week. Obviously, we were straight back into it, and I even had to listen to the end of the last podcast. Poor you to um to, to find out. So that's you know, twerk the stats a little <laughs> to work out that we're today. <laughs> yeah, all the downloads are, are us re-downloading them, uh, <laughs> deleting and re-downloading. And yes, yeah, so today we are going to take a look at the wonderful mm. Winchester. Here's the trailer. I feel their presence. In the air. In the walls. It has found us. It's gargantuan seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason. Built on the orders of a grieving widow. Sarah Winchester's mind is as chaotic as the house itself. We're worried about her sanity, Dr. Price. Mrs. Winchester, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. Do you believe in ghosts, Dr. Price? I do not believe in anything I cannot see or study. I feel their presence in the air, in the walls. It has found us. Mrs. Winchester. Oil and construction. The spirits killed by the rifle. We lock them away. Thirteen nails seals them in. I will do whatever it takes to protect my family. This spirit has a power we've not seen before. Beautiful dreamer, wake on to me. Starlight and dewdrops are waiting for thee. Sounds of the root world heard in the day. I'm not afraid. I'm by the land of all passed away. You leave my family alone. Your anger will never defeat us. So, come on in, Chris. Give us... Okay, I'll give you the plop synopsis, right? Here we go. Just going to get it out for you right now. I had it here. Here we go. So, ensconced in her sprawling California mansion, eccentric firearm heiress Sarah Winchester believes she is haunted by the souls of people killed by the Winchester repeating rifle. There you go, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. So... 
it's a bit of a strange one, this one, because hmm. it is very much uh, based on a true story. I mean, very much, very much, <laughs> very much. These are all true. Or it, it, we start off with this real thing about it being based on true events. It does. There is that. But since Fargo, I no longer trust this. So no. I, I always. I always run to the internet as soon as I see the words based on a true story or inspired. This one is one of those ones where it says inspired. Inspired by true inspired events. Inspired by true events. And very much like Pain and Gain, afterwards, after reading the actual story of Sarah Winchester, Sarah Winchester, I was um, thinking to myself, it would actually make a better film if it was just yeah. almost biographical. Mm-hmm. It just seemed quite interesting. And this, this film came out, this is a real... Recent one as well. We're doing quite a few recent ones on the plot. Yeah, well, it must be because it, it's, um, as we'll talk about it a bit later, it, it's up for a Razzie. Not any, well, 2018 it came out in the UK. Uh, yes, so it's actually two, 2nd of February 2018. It's actually less than a year old, Chris. Wow! It's a baby of a film. We've got it already. Yeah. We've got it in our little arms. This is Certificate 15, which I find quite hard to believe. I wonder why. I do you wonder why? But it's not really scary. Or and it, there's no mature films. Is it because of the drug use? We'll get onto that later on. <laughs> anyway, cast-wise, it's got Dame Helen Mirren who plays Sarah Winchester in the, the key role, and yeah. Jason Clark plays, I guess, the, the second. That's lead. one of those names that people probably no one will go oh, Jason Clark, but then you go, oh, Jason Clark, when you see him in his face, his where face. his face fits. <laughs> yeah, he's been in. What has he been in? Lots of stuff recently. Um, Normally, he plays a dickhead. Yeah, or a baddie. Baddie or dickhead. Or he was in uh, Planet of the Apes remake recently. He's been in a Terminator, the latest Terminator film. Yeah, that's why he was shit, because he was in that. Yeah, yeah. Remember that. Um, There's another, one of the other female leads is Sarah Snook, who plays uh, Marion Marriott. Um, But really, that's it in terms of cast. Famous for making hotels after. Oh, really? I have no idea oh. if that's true or not. <laughs> I thought it was a good bit of uh, <laughs> factual. Um, but was, they would have been rich, so it's possible. Let's just say, let's just go with yes for that one. Good. Yes, they made hotels after. This, this was directed by Michael Spearig. Spearig resp- twins. Yeah, the Spearig twins. They've been responsible for quite a bit. Actually have got quite a good catalogue or pedigree in terms of their films that they've made. So this... In terms of on paper, it didn't seem like it was going to be a wild punt for them to do. But plot-wise, it's it's a difficult one to it's a difficult one to talk about. Only because there isn't a great deal of plot, is there? I mean, it, there isn't one, a huge amount. Once you get into the main throes of the film, it's very concealed in. Um, I this think doctor because obviously, obviously, you know, you know what this film's going to be because you've seen the trailer as we played for you. And um, you probably hasn't. You know, you're not going to go to this film thinking, "Oh, this is going to be like a nice costume drama." Mm. You know, there's a horror element. So as soon as you see sort of like the fallen on hard times doctor character, you you know you know what's going to happen. There's mm. going to be like you know a period of disbelief, a period of convincing, and then a period of heroic action. Um, and it's just it's just sort of spell out right at the start yeah. and then you're just like oh, okay where's the jump scare of which there are plenty of well there are but they're all in the beginning sort of 10-15 minutes yeah yeah and then after that it just sort of goes it reminds me of do you remember ah, what was it 13 Ghosts do you remember that yes film? yes it kind of reminded me of that I think it's because it was in a house that was weird Maybe Thirteen Ghosts was based on 
like a, a modern retelling of these this sort of folklore story because I mean it is um the based on uh, true events kind of moniker is mostly based on the folklore around uh, Sarah Winchester and her weird ass house and how yeah. it's been one of the most haunted places in the whole of America. Yeah, you can you can Google. You can Google. You can Google the story, and it's it's a well known documented story. She, she, she goes a little bit crazy and starts and, and says that she's being told by these spirits and ghosts to build rooms to to unlock the souls. Essentially, am I right? I don't know if that bit. I mean, that's what she does in the film, but I don't right, know if that bit's know true. So the, the house is constantly under construction. So she's that having, bit's true. Yeah, yeah rooms being uh, built onto. Day and night, yeah, and and rooms changing. So she'll she'll build something and then decide that it will come down in, in a week. One or of the weeks. key uh, locations within the house, the the stairs that lead to nothing. Yes, that's that's in the real house, right? That's yeah. And apparently, you could visit this house in real life, but apparently, since the film's been released, they've closed it down. You can't take pictures of it. Oh, that's right. Yes, because Sony bought the rights, <laughs> the image rights for the house, and as Jesus such, you can no longer take pictures because you'd be in direct competition with the film if you did so. Good God! Well, anyway, good God! What are we living? Jason Clark plays this Doctor Eric. Price, who's a, a drug user, he's what's he taking? Opium, lalamalam, whatever. That Some is. sort of lamdalam. Never heard of it. But he's I've kind of heard of it. But I don't really know where it is. But it he gets tasty. He gets employed by Moorish, the, the Winchester <laughs> estate, I guess, to to go and and assess uh, Sarah Winchester, and basically, yeah. basically, gets given a bit of a, a backhanded. But so he goes on the premise that he's going to, you know write an assessment about her health and just because he's a believer or he's a he's a he's a non-believer he believes that the brain it's almost like the brain sees what it wants to see it is it's what he's saying and then he, he balances a tenor on his finger yes to, to prove yeah. it but he, he does that twice yeah. but she sees through that the second time just slaps out his tiny well, little, got a little coin a coin in the end ah, he's weighted it mm-hmm. i missed that bit i must have blinked yeah, yeah. The most interesting part of the film, I fucking miss. And then within this house, there are things happening. There's Ooh. a there's a young child and a and uh, this Sarah Snooks character, uh, Marion Mariette. They sleep in the same bed. Is that weird? He's quite old. Um, probably not for the time. Is it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is a room famously with shitloads of rooms in it. Oh, with the house, yes. There's, yeah. there's, there's there's hundreds of rooms, but yeah, he's. They they do share a bed together. Yeah. So you'd have thought, right? You'd have thought twice in this. They can't. He kind of has this thing where because he's kind of haunted this little kid, isn't he? So they have it where he wakes up and he like hears. It's not the same old trope, is it? Yeah, it's like oh the the whispering. What is, what is it? Um, and then rather than going, Mum, I can hear fucking weird noises because yeah. she's right there. Yeah, he yeah. goes off and has it, and like later on he has a, a, a noises under the bed and like, Mum, Mum. There's something under the bed. No. No, he just sticks his head under there and nearly gets hit in, in the face with a roller skate. Which that's I right. thought was weird because that's not scary. Which is another jump... It's just jump scares, isn't it? There's a lot of backwards... The, the thing we talked about in Insidious or... It's also overly serious. I mean, at least Insidious had a bit of its tongue stuck in a bit of its cheek. But whereas There was a bit of humour in it. Yeah, and it had a bit of self-awareness. This film is just so overly serious and so... Utterly up its own butt. Everyone's kind of given their. I think it's Dame Helen Mirren's there. They turn up at set, 
and Dame Hermione sat there. You're gonna up. You're gonna bring your A game. You're gonna bring your acting chops. But she, um, yeah, she's taking it so seriously, and it just it's, it's quite. Um, it well, it's so straight as you say, and it's, there's nothing. There's no. There's no lighter element to it. No. And Do you know what I find with And we see this in a lot. It's obviously the, the kid run. The, the first time we see the kid get haunted, he runs, he walks off, and then she wakes up because, you know, she wouldn't wake up when he left the bedroom or padded across the floor or when the whispering was happening. She obviously wakes up at some time later. She goes downstairs and he's then stood at the end of the corridor with a bag on his head. That's right. And rather than just doing what any parent would do and go, Oi! What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Get, get a pen. She like gets all creeped out by it and walks slowly forward. But you just be you, you, you know, it's dark. Yeah, it's night time. Yeah, you, you, you're just not going to react like that. You're just going to be like, oi. Well, the thing is, it's not, end. <laughs> it's not even that late because it's it happens when the clock. There's a clock tower that strikes midnight. twelve midnight. Yeah, yeah. So it's it happens. This sort of presence or this. Awakening of these yeah. souls within this house. I don't know. More active. powerful, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's not even that late. Yeah. I mean, you just go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Get back to bed. Yeah. You've got, I don't know about school. I didn't see him go to school. I'm guessing he didn't go to school. He's of school age and had the money. So he would have gone to school. They had cash. He definitely had cash. But his eyes go white and fil- milky, yeah. don't they? Is She's that- not worried about that, though. No, she's a shit parent. <laughs> Second time he gets possessed, he tries to kill himself and jump off a jump off a bit of the uh, yeah. House. Forgot about that bit, <clears throat> um, which the doctor saves him from. And then they, yeah. would that work? Yeah, he breaks the fall, doesn't it, quite heavily? But I think he probably would. It wasn't a, a, a severe height. It looked like it would have been you know breakable. Yeah, don't fundamentally you become the ground. <laughs> you might have broken a rib. I think trying to break his fall. Yeah, I just I, I don't know if John and catch. I'm gonna have to throw oh, a child at you and see what happens. You'd have to you'd have to try it. Though. I wouldn't I wouldn't not do it based on the fact that it might, it might not work. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll use a pig instead, and then um, I'll have some <coughs> bacon afterwards if it all goes horribly wrong. Well, eventually, doesn't the doctor sort of decide that this is all a load of rubbish? Uh, tries to find out a little bit more about the house. Trying to get into rooms that are locked. Ooh. Starts to get a lot of you know. Spooky stuff happening to him, which he blames on the drugs or, the, or him or not the, having the lack of drugs. The lack of drugs. So seeing, you know, the, the, the obvious jump scares of something behind you no, coming. It's not there. It's not yeah, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I think is it. We're familiar with jump scares coming when they're signposted. Okay, and, and I suppose they're good fun to a certain extent, and they're a, you know a, a well-worn horror trope. But I think nowadays we want a bit more of a spook. As opposed to a jump scare, yeah, and I like the foreboningness of knowing that something's on its way, and maybe you know being teased to teased to you, but then maybe not coming to fruition. So, I, and I like the creepiness of some of the horrors that I've seen recently, and mm. I think in with Insidious, which is the one we did recently, The Last Key, there was a real creepiness to some of the scenes in it, and obviously this lacks all of that, and it's just yeah, it's just quite. You know, to, that's you know, why the phrase quite quite bang. Which... There's like four or five jump scares at the beginning, and then after that, it's it's sort of more just I don't know, it's just really kind of Very basic. Obvious. But but the premise of this these ghosts having uh, having an issue <laughs> having an issue with the fact that they were killed by a gun. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense. How can the go? How can a gun have? Power well, this to... is America where. Blame culture. <laughs> yeah, part of yeah. It. So, like in England, you go, someone shot me. You're not going to go, that gun maker, 
why I'm gonna get them and yeah. I'm gonna haunt, haunt them. them good. You'd, you'd be like, who shot me? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna haunt that prick. Yes, you wouldn't haunt. Maybe if you were stabbed, you wouldn't then, you know, go after, I don't know, some sort of kitchenware specialist. Kitchen devil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think you would. Lots of stuff happens in this house. That what is... about the bullet makers? They seem to have got off scot free. Exactly. But the, this house is, there was promise, there could have been so much more made with this film in terms of um, using the house to their advantage and just making it more claustrophobic, making it yeah. more spooky, and they kind of <laughs> decided not to do that. They did two of the same scares, which was um, like when he first pitches up and he sat in Helen Mirren's uh, office, and the, when the door's like, so that's me doing a door rattling. I got it. And um, he goes and puts his hand in, puts a hand on him, and opens up, and there's it's just someone uh, on the other side of the yes. door trying to open the door. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just getting." There was no. Oh, this door was a bit rattly. It, you were rattling it. <laughs> the, um... It doesn't rattle on its own. And then later on, it's an even weirder one. They sat in the boy's bedroom, and then and it, it, it happens, but it's a, clearly a fucking wardrobe. Oh, so, yes, of course. And then they open the wardrobe, and it's like, oh, it's just some, it's People. just the back of the wardrobe. And then Helen Mirren opens the back, <laughs> the back of the wardrobe. It's like, true. Hello. <laughs> Only me. Right, one, two, three, four, five, thirteen hooks. That's fine. Right, next room. <laughs> but this is the this this brings this the this, What's this thirteen hook business? It, it was thirteen was the sort of magic number with thirteen nails or thirteen hooks you could imprison the, the, right. the spirits. So. The fact, I still, I don't know why you'd have a door and a wardrobe, um, but then obviously you get like, I don't want any ghosts, I don't want any ghosts coming through this door, so what are you going to do? Well, I can't nail it shut because I need to open this wardrobe. <laughs> so what From are you the other do? side. <laughs> From the other side, I need to be able to get into my, I need to get my clothes from both sides. What, there was no clothes in the wardrobe either, so. But there was no, it was the, it the was might just might put a door there. And, then, and there's 13 hooks, you could put. Ties. I mean, it's, it's old, oldie worldy. Uh, so they had lots of ties, socks. Yeah, they had the guy, the guy from Mad Max. He could hang up his goggles on there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there. Mad Max two, three, two or three, both. I'm not seen either, so I'm just smiling and nodding. <laughs> the skinny Australian man. Yes, yeah, I know. Because guy. um, he's in it. He, yeah, he's, it? The, yeah. he's the butler, or he's the butler in this. But they um, this film is very much made and sponsored by. The whole of Australia. If you notice that in the beginning credits, it's like oh, no. film Queensland, film Victoria. So um, there wasn't very many Australian people in it, really. It's a bit like um, I Frankenstein in that respect. There. Yes, yes, it's very much so, very much someone's. Like, I know what we do, but the thing is, right? So Australian, you'd think Australian film would maybe sponsor films in and around Australia. So that even if they like it's a horror film, you go, yeah. that's a, a beautiful place. I'm going to go there. Yeah. But if they thought that, they'd be go. They'd go to fucking America. Because that's... that's how many horror films have there been? You know, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek is yeah, but it's not a spooky horror film. It's just a horrible, horrible, horrible horror film. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, good point. Well made there, Matthew. Cheers. Uh, I don't know the lack of Ameri- uh, Australian horror films. Well, well, the lack of Australia in this Australian-sponsored horror film. Yeah. But, and also the, the weirdness of having a, a, a door cut. But 
But maybe that's in the real house. Maybe that's one of the... Because they've got loads of weird shit in the, the real house. Maybe they just thought, oh, that's nice. I'm going to have that in the real house. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. It's a good idea if you wanted to get from one room to the other and, and, and have a secret room or a secret passage. Maybe yes. she was a big uh, C.S. Lewis fan. Possibly. Helen Mirren, then. What, what's, Helen Mirren. what's going on with Helen, then? Well, she's clearly had a bit of work done. She does look a bit puffy. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan. Of Helen. She's a great... Secret weird crush? I think so. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah! It's Dame Helen. <laughs> Up there, look around for Jane Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she does... She's like we mentioned, she takes herself very seriously. But the poster is her looking very insidiously, kind of draped in a in a morning dress. Well, that's... um. That's a, 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 a. I'm pointing again, very podcasty at a picture. That the the poster with Helen Mirren in it is a um, a direct copy of one of the only few pictures of uh, Sarah Winchester. Oh uh, right, okay. So it's uh, the one in the carriage where she's looking. What is it? Yeah, forlorn. Yeah, because well, they had to look that way, didn't they? Because they had to keep their face still for like thirty seconds. Oh, I see. So, yeah, so they, they, they didn't smile because it's hard. I mean, like, you try smiling for 30 seconds. It does ache. It does I mean, I eat it when people, when, you, when you're out, and someone goes, well, let's take a picture. Everyone get together. Right? You stand, and they start pointing the thing at you, and you start smiling. And they go, oh, hold on a minute. And you're like, <laughs> oh, start quivering with it. a smile. I do hate it. I hate having a picture taken anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I remember listening to Helen sort of on the PR um What's it called? Trail. Trail for this film. She uh, she was making it sound interesting. <laughs> Obviously, it's her job the, to do the that. The thing is, is I said afterwards, because I, I, straight to the internet, straight to the internet with a young lad and find out what's true. I read about the, 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 the story, the backs, the, the sort of base, very thin basis of this story. And it's, it's an interesting story. Mm. It would make a... I think if had this been made as like a... Like a, an almost fight clubby kind of just bear with me, uh, fight clubby kind of horror film where you didn't know whether or not she was insane, he was on drugs, or if there were actually ghosts. Yeah, brilliant. So, like, so you then have this sort of like you know, so it's an interesting story that because obviously they think it's a haunted place, they don't know whether or not she actually thinks she spoke to ghosts and stuff. But you could have this really interesting. So, like, literally do the Jaws effect. Don't show a single fucking thing. Just have, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. you know. Or if you see something, maybe make sure that it's, it could have been a dream. Um, and then, then the other way, the halfway through this film, I thought they were going to sixth sense it. I thought he was already going to be dead. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because I think at some points, some of the spirits or the jump scary people looked a bit like him. Yeah. And I don't know whether that was deliberate or not. There's a bit where he's looking or peering through the crack of a door. And there's an obvious jump scare of a face comes straight at you, which you know is coming from a mile away. The main but it looks a little bit like him. Maybe he... Uh, well, <laughs> I think my devil might be dead. I've never seen it laying on its side before. I'll investigate after. Let's assume it's sleeping for now. <laughs> what am I going to do? Give it mouth to mouth? It is. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'll, 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 how long have you had it for? Yes. Maybe she's sleeping. Well, that's first dark <laughs> from the podcast. Oh, rest in peace, little dear. Little... Oh, are there any um, 
gerbil shops open in this? No, they don't know. They need to know that a bit. Well, the, the first one died. Oh, no. So maybe that one's dead. You've had that for a while, then? Yeah, a few years. How long did they for? Three years? Quite long, but that, that one's different. Because normally, if they're quite... This is turning into a weird podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really social animals, so... Yeah. Well, not... Maybe he fell off the top. No. I think well, if he's old, he's just just cut it in a very peaceful manner. Oh well, the funeral tomorrow. Something to look forward to. Oh man. Where were we? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. Uh yeah. <laughs> You should leave this in. Yeah, Helen. Yeah, the story. Yeah, brilliant. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, that didn't, it didn't didn't go down that road, did it? It all went all bit crazy and just guns. Been, yeah. Just, just what, it, what it seems to happen is that Helen, or the, the character Sarah Winchester, is building all these rooms or being inst- instructed to draw these these rooms with a mad in a state of. What's it? She's gone in. She goes into herself and she's... A little fog state. Yeah, and she starts drawing these really Apparently accurate... that's also true. Really? She, she used to turn up in the morning um, and hand her architect pictures of things that she wants done into the house. Mm. And um, like it would it'd always be like overnight. She'd always... Uh, Have another thing. Yeah. But the pictures are amazing. Oh, she was good at it, yeah. But it turns out that the pictures that she draws in the film, the latter stage of the... Latter, in the later stage of this film... He finds out, the doctor finds out that she's reproducing scenes from murder victims where yeah. they were killed. Yeah. So, and this, this, this being... What if they were killed in the field, Chris? Oh, that's a good point. Maybe that's why the garden room's there. I don't know. No, the garden room was his wife's room. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So that was special for him. He's like, oh, recognise that. Didn't make a big fuss, did he? No, that's right. Because oh yeah, we, we 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 forgot to mention that his wife dies. Is it, the, yeah, there's there's some weird Doctor Eccentric story thing. It's almost like a bit of a Romeo and Juliet type thing. She thinks she's killed him, and then she kills herself. So ultimately, what happens is, um, but what happens, Matthew, at the end? Because you're fresher to this than I am. So uh, at the end, it just turns, like you say, into a, a sort of shooting fest. So it turns. Right, we'll go back a little bit. So, what happens is that she explains to him that what happens is the ghosts turn up, right? Oi, oi, Sarah. They go, she goes, what? And he's like, one of your guns that you're not really directly involved with anymore shot and killed me, and I'm not happy. Yeah. And and she's like, I'm sorry. Where did you die? Like, in this room. Mm -hmm. And then she makes the room. Mm -hmm. They then can come into the room. Oh, right. And then she goes into the room yeah. and goes, listen, sorry about the gun. Right. And then the ghost either goes, now you put it like that, I forgive you totally. Right. Ah, and then goes off, off. Off. At peace. Or they go, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good enough. You can't say sorry, I'm dead now. Mm-hmm. And then, then they lock them in. <laughs> uh, right. They go, right. I've said Sorry. And I'm not having that potty mouth in my house. You'll stay in this room until you accept that I'm sorry. So they can't leave the room. They're just so the, it's the 13 nails. They, they nail these doors. 13 nails in. Yeah, they nail these doors shut. They're in there until they say sorry themselves. 
Uh, I don't know. It's confusing. So, yeah, so there's some rooms are shut. Yes, and boarded. Yeah, but so. other rooms, as soon as there's a room where the ghost is going, sorry, and then, ah, and they go, then that room gets ripped down and she goes, right, there's another room because someone right. else has died. So this is why there's this constant building yeah. going on. I missed so. that, I missed that. I knew, I, 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 I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so at the end, what's happened is, is that all the ghosts get out of the room, all the bad ones, so then they turn out they're not that bad after all. Because they kind of just, like, he's running around trying to sort the main bad ghost out, the guy yeah. from the ABC Killers. And then they all just stood there, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about scaring you earlier with my face on the corner. <laughs> I just thought you peered in the room and I thought I'd ever look at you instead. Sorry. So they do that. <laughs> and then, then they kind of help him by slowly pulling the way to where he has to go to That's right. get in. So he goes there. As a gunfight with a ghost, but then the big bad ghost, yeah, the big bad ghost, yeah, and then um, this is nothing like so. This room that she's made for the big bad ghost, so she's got the drawers of the room. Oh yeah, yeah. it's got rifles, 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 rifles written on this bit of picture. She goes right, um, I need loads of rifles guns for this room. She doesn't go. It's a bit familiar. I recognise that room. She doesn't do that. No. She just builds a room, and then halfway through, when her ghost is really kicking her off, she then goes, "You, I know." <laughs> and it's it's one of the rooms from a from a gun factory. It's a factory room, but yeah, where could, yeah. where there's a really really famous incident <laughs> where a guy turned up because his brother got shot by rifles. He wasn't happy. So in life, he wasn't happy about the whole Winchester thing. And did it in real life as well as doing it in his yeah. So he life. turned up, shot fifteen people, and then got shot himself in this room. Which she's just made again. So he turns out super powerful. Yeah. Now this is the other thing that's also true but not true. So that at, at the point, at some point, when there's a big bad, the, the house starts shaking, mm. and like it, it gets like partially destroyed. Some people get died and stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the the house was actually partially destroyed in an earthquake. In in the ah, earthquake, right. the big San Francisco earthquake. But they never really sort of say. Oh, it was an earthquake. They kind of they blame, just go, on the they blame it on the ghost. Yeah, so they have a gunfight. They, they use this special love bullet <laughs> to um to kill the ghost in the end. Yeah, um, explain that a little bit more because we didn't we haven't mentioned the love bullet. Before. The love bullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, it's a, a leaf, spinal it? tap song. <laughs> you can get on my love bullet. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot with my love bullet. <laughs> I've been shot by your love. So, Jason, Jason Clark's doctor, Eric Price, the one that's obviously doing all the investigating. He's, yeah. He's got a love bullet. He's got a love bullet because his, um, his, like you mentioned, his wife shot him. Yeah. When he was trying, because she was having some mental issues. Yes. She, he went and go, no, don't. And she shot him. And then, but then he didn't die or did die for three minutes. That's right. This is 1905, 1920s medical history. I don't think they'd be able to say you were dead. No, no, someone had a like, stopwatch on the scene. No, they'd be like, mm, he's, he's dead, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's left him. He's left him, he's, he's not breathing anymore. Oh, well, what do we do? No. Bury him. Bury him. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a prey to bury. That's that's all they can do. That's as far as the... Uh... <laughs> no, we're being haunted. Start seeing this awkward conversation in the morning. Um, and then... Um... <laughs> so, yeah, so then he digs the bullet out and he makes it again. And he gets... 
But he doesn't just like dig the bullet out, put it on a necklace, or put it in a bit of thing with no. a engraving. He puts it back in the bullet with gunpowder. He creates the bullet. He recreates a bullet with "Together Forever" written on it. Is that because you think he might one day he big, might big, actually big, use Rick Astley fan? <laughs> Do you think he might actually do I, that I, to, make, to I, use it I think to take his doosh. life yeah maybe he's thinking that he's gonna this is the bullet that will, this I is, want to yeah. kill me like like Wolverine's bullet yeah, yes the yes like, the silver bullet for the werewolf yeah so he has, he has like the tool but he has, he has the bullet and then he um, but then the bullet turns out to be the only thing that can stop this nasty ghost but how that's not explained Kristen it's not important the baby is like I didn't know you could shoot ghosts well no he tried with normal bullets but yeah, then the brain Then Helen Mirren was like, "Use the love bullet." <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, he, he used the love bullet, worked a treat, killed that ghost, and uh, took his brothers along with him. We, we pitched up and were trying to scare the the, the, the niece and the, the the little boy who are gone wandering around the house into dark places, as you do when there's a ghost fight on or an earthquake. And so it's a very disappointing end. Yeah, well, it's a disappointing it film. Let's face it. I'm sure I was watching it, and in, in, and I'm trying to pick out things that I really liked about it. Yeah, there's a couple of things that I thought would would have of, of merit. So it's nicely shot, beautiful looking. Yeah, and the sets are good. Sets are good. And what I loved, and sounds might sound a bit weird, is the sound of the wood. Right, it's really creaky, and they the the sound design I think. Is Pretty cool. So you get a well, lot of. Well, you said that, but then we mentioned how the overdub is really obvious on some of the voices. But yeah, but in terms of just the, the the capturing of the sounds of the natural sounds of the rooms, right? Yeah, and the, just the general floorboards and stuff. I don't know. I felt a weird thing to, to to latch onto, but I just I enjoyed that aspect of it. Costume designs. Fine, it looks nice. It's Apparently, just... her sleeves were much bigger in real life. <laughs> One of the weird bits of trivia I read because I think my people must have gone, Fucking hell, she had big sleeves, and they went, Actually, no, no, <laughs> we had to scale it down because she had ridiculous sleeves. It's just a shame that they hasn't, he hasn't, the director and writers just didn't use the, the, the source material, as you say, to make something which is a bit less obvious. Yeah, that's I think that's the problem is that you've got this nice little backstory mm. which does have its roots in um, Americana in yeah, history yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know it's, and I, I imagine it probably played better in America because this is just like um, and I've read a few of the reviews like oh you sleep in this house it's fucking spooky it's fucking awesome. yes, so yes. yeah I, I think it's just a missed opportunity to do something a little bit clever when you compare this like you say to the last the other film the other horror that we've done Insidious it, it's got the exact same type of scares in it Mm-hmm. Um, but without a little bit of the without the creepiness, without any of the creepiness, and I like a bit of creepiness. And this just this just didn't scare me. It made me jump a couple of times, but I mean, but you can't help it, and then it's not, and then you feel cheapened from it because you're like, all it was is just a face and a loud noise in the wrong place. And you're just like, what I want is what I want from a horror. I'm not a massive horror fan. I like spooky stuff. Like this is the genre of film that I quite like. I like the hairs on the back of my neck to go, and I want to feel spooked and like that. Or, yeah, yeah. Or when I when I go, oh, I'm going to get myself a drink and pause it. I want to feel like a little bit, you know, looking over my shoulder yeah, and turn the, the lights, lights on. <laughs> That's how I want to feel from a spooky horror. Not yeah. A, not a slasher horror film. Nothing like that. I'm, no. not into, I'm not into that. But spooky stuff is is what I love. Yeah. I like to feel scared from spooky because I find it interesting. But when you're like you say, you're cheapened by the I know it's coming, it's going to happen. Mm. It's signposted from the very offset, and it's just 
a, a spooky face in a door crack. It's but, not. It's not really. And, but it's the it's the um, the noise that makes you and the suddenness of it. Yes. It it doesn't need to be like a zombie face. It could be a fluffy squirrel suddenly turn up, and you'd still jump. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's just like tie the two together and you go, oh, I jumped because it's a scary face. Yeah. No, you jump because they went, ah! And yeah, then yeah, yeah, something yeah. came flying in. I mean, yeah, I yeah. don't know, I, I I once jumped because there was something, something like a kid for a fluffy toy and I wasn't expecting it. Yes. And it's a beautiful fluffy little face on this <laughs> toy. Beautiful thing. So you ripped it to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're doing that again in a so, hurry. So, was there anything you could take from it that you enjoyed? Um, or not really? Yeah, I can't. I like the setup. Like you said, you can't really argue the production values of it. The house itself is interesting and pretty. It must have cost a fortune to uh, recreate that as a set. Um, and as I say, uh, but the thing is, everything I like about it is kind of it, it makes the, the the total end of it disappointing because you know it had a, a half decent sort of premise and it, it did look good and it had good actors in it and, and then all of those things and then it adds up to a more disappointing final pot I would not recommend this film to anybody no it's, and the thing is it's one of those ones where it's like maybe Insidious Summer and it's just forgettable as well which is like maybe the worst kind of film could have yeah. like at least be brave and you know yeah. fall on your sword do something a bit interesting a bit more if you're going to be but shooting, then, but then you get, that's to say the problem is, is that they, they don't have this. They'll show rushes of it and they go, oh, we need, need this because this film had this and this film's successful and this film had this. And they get cur- curled back from mm. it all the time. So, And it's not like anybody does a really good turn in it. I mean, because, he- you know, Helen Mirren's just very hammy and very... Oh, she doesn't... Just, all the, the dialogue is just very yeah. dull. He's all right, I guess. Not to pick him out, but, I mean, I suppose... He plays the same sort of character as I see him in a lot of things. He doesn't do anything specifically good, like Jason no. Clark. Sarah Snook, I said, was you know fairly believable as a as a scared mum. But scared I mean, face. Is yeah, but does. I mean, she. Was, it was. But I was disappointed. Dis, disappointed with it, as I thought I might be able to get a bit more other than the sound of wood. Something <laughs> I like, which I never thought I'd say. But I loved the sound of the wood. Uh, well, I know what to buy you at Christmas. Just. Sounds of soaring. Yeah, not soaring. No, just people walking. It's not like the, the the sounds of the general construction. Yeah, that's a bit soothing. But I prefer like people walking on creaky floorboards and shutting. Maybe a mix up. Maybe a whole sort of avant-garde album of. There's those kind of things you can listen to, like mindfulness sounds on YouTube, where people whisper or fold towels or stuff, don't they? To, fold, to... You listen to some folding. I oh, know you can watch people folding towels, and it calms you down. That would not calm me down. But what's the point of that? Apparently, it's supposed to help you just chillax. I'm not saying it. It's something I'm into wood. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a resounding no, then. Yeah, unfortunately. It's a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. And uh, obviously, you you were going to mention, and we were going to mention, and maybe we should mention now, (laughs) is that um, we're not the only ones to feel this is slightly disappointing because it is up for some Razzies which are coming up. Yes, yes. So the 2019 Razzies are here. Yeah, let's crack on with some Raz. Razzamataz. Razzas. So um, this is. This is up for Worst Picture. Worst actress for Helen Mirren. Um, he he misses out on a worst actor nomination in a Razzie, so that's a, he must be disappointed with himself there. Um, and then I think it's worst director. Yeah, worst director. Worst director and worst screenplay. 
because they wrote it as well as directed it. So they they're fully to blame. Yeah. So so I'm I'm not entirely sure that this film is bad enough to be in a to be nominated for a Razzie. No, if I, anything, it's, it's forgettable. I'd be surprised if it wins in any of these categories because they're, they're up against some strong opposition. So in the worst director category, they're up against the Happy Time Murders, which we haven't seen. No. Um, I fact, actually, none of these we've seen apart from this, actually. So, Fifty Shades Freed, that's not going to win because that's just. You make a bad film with a bad book, it's going to be exactly that. Gotti and Holmes and Watson. I think the Razzies this year is going to be a direct run between Gotti and Holmes and Watson. Well, what about Robin Hood? Apparently, that was pretty pants, the Taron Eckhart one. Yeah, yeah, but I just don't think it's pants enough. No. And also, it didn't have a lot, a great deal of um, pants press. Pants press. Whereas, you know, Holmes and Watson has been panned to the hilt. Yeah, yeah, I think you're Gotti right. Is, is, I think, is represented in nearly every category. Which is the story? Is, this is with um, what's his name? Isn't it? John Travolta. John Travolta. What's it about? We don't John, John Travolta. Yeah. Yes. Worst is, picture: Gotti, Happy Time Murders, Holmes and Watson, Robin Hood, and Winchester. It, not, it, Winchester's not. It, it's not. It's not just there. so, like I say, it's, it's so eminently forgettable, so utterly meh that it's um it, it doesn't it's not going to win unfortunately at least if you win these things at least you've got something I guess should we talk through the should we go through as a bit of a break from our um before we talk about Winchester and some little bits of trivia should we should we go through the Razzies and just look at some of the other people other categories because I've never as we, this is the the podcast that should celebrate the Razzies we should then we should go so worst worst picture we discussed so yeah. worst actress we've got. Some of these films I've not heard of, but we, we've talked about uh, London Fields. Amber Heard, which is um, Johnny Depp's ex-wife, is up for a, yep. uh, is nominated for London Fields. Uh, we talked about that in a previous podcast with Colin Patterson. Yes, um, a potential uh, future one. Yeah, Jennifer Garner, Peppermint, Melissa McCarthy for The Happy Time Murders and Life of the Party. Helen Mirren for Winchester, as you said, and Amanda Seyfried for The Clapper, which I've not heard Worst actor, Johnny Depp, voice only for Sherlock Gnomes, uh, Will Farrell um, for Holmes and Watson, John Travolta for Gotti, Donald J. Trump as himself <laughs> for Death Detonation, <laughs> Fahrenheit 11.9, and Bruce Willis for Death Wish, which would be a good remake category. Oh, yes, we do do this. It's on Netflix. I didn't um, even know they'd remade Death Wish. No, um, I think it's remade by the guy who. Did you know Inglorious Bastards and oh. no um, Tarantino? <laughs> you know Cabin in the Woods and Wes Craven. No, sorry, not Cabin in the Woods. Oh, he did the slashy stuff really early on. Oh, uh, it was in Inglorious Bastards. Yes, Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Yes, Eli Roth. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, he he directed, he, he directed Bruce Death Wish. Death Wish. Yeah, there's going to be some boobies in that film then. Yeah, um, worst supporting actor, Jamie Foxx for Robin Hood. Ludacris, voice only, voice only for Show Dogs. Joel McHale for The Happy Time Murders. John C. Riley, which is a shame, for Holmes <laughs> and Watson. Justice Smith for Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, which is a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, worth, uh, first nomination for that film. Worst supporting actress. Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> as herself uh, in Fahrenheit 11.9. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Marcia Gay Harden, not sure who that is. Kelly Preston for Gotti. Jack Sinclair for Slender Man and Miliana uh, Trump for as herself. For okay. it goes on a bit. Yeah, it does. But that's oh, did you know this worst remake or rip off of sequel category? Holmes and Watson. I think Holmes and Watson. Are I think they're going to sweep it, aren't they? Yeah. 
Oh, you got to see that film again <laughs> before it's taken off the. Take, I think it's it a right. Cohen. Is it? It's in Cohen. No, it's not. It? It's not. It uh, shares the surname. Ah, it, right. Lots of people um, made the mistake of going to see it and thinking it was it's a Cohen Brothers film. No, it's not. Thank fuck for that. So maybe we'll, we'll talk about. Um, well, we'll definitely do a review of the Brazzies after. See who won it. Maybe we could stay up late. And yeah, watch it on YouTube, YouTube and live tweet it. Live tweet. Will women live Yippee! tweet? You think we can do that? Um, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not with the school night. Uh, no, absolutely not. So, anyway. do, you want, do you want some? Um, do you want some trivia or facts? Go on, trivia the fact out of me. Well, <laughs> I tell you, what I'll give you first, which is factual errors, which is what I love. Oh yeah. So there's a factual error here of the Spencer rifle. Uh, Spencer rifles were the main repeaters used during the war, and even then, repeater rifles were themselves rare on the average Civil War battlefield. Most troops used then traditional single-shot weapons, primarily rifle muskets. Muskets. Mm. And this is another factual error. Uh, this is because this is stuff that's brought up in the film. In one scene featuring the character of the Doctor, he can be seen to be writing on a notepad. However, upon closer inspection, the actor is simply tracing over already written words. Because of the handwriting. Mm. You'd think they'd just get a hand model and someone that could write. Or he's done it. Or potentially he's done the scene before and it's he'd torn the page out and started again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the movie is set in 1906, okay? And a young lady says her aunt's house was state of the art. This expression did not come into use until 1910. <laughs> Four years after it was said in the film. I actually remember hearing that phrase and thinking to myself, Oh, wonder where that phrase comes from. Some trivia for you. Yep. The directors are twins. Ooh. And Dane, Dane Mirren, or Helen Mirren, as we, we just call, call her Helen. Helen Ooh. likened the experience to having one mind speaking through two mouths. Like what a, a weird thing to like say. A <laughs> um, uh, the Winchester Mystery House is a mansion located in San Jose, California. It is believed to be haunted by the victims of the Winchester Rifle, and it has been a tourist attraction since 1923, a year after Sarah Winchester's death. Very little, very little of the filming took place in the actual mansion, and the mansion's design in reality, is extremely cramped, making filming very difficult. And as such, most of the mansion's interior needed to be recreated on sound stages. That's it for facts, people. Fact hunt. <laughs> Ain't really a little facts thing. Did you? Did you? No, <laughs> <laughs> no just do it alone, man. It, it works. Um, what did this? What did this movie make at the cinema? It made money, unfortunately. So, um, budget. It wasn't. Didn't cost a lot. Three and a half million. Ah. And what did it make? 25? 25 worldwide. Yeah, nine million in the US in the opening weekend. Which says one thing only. Good PR. There's going to be a sequel. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Winchester 2. Return of the Winchester. Now we're building a conservatory. <laughs> Love bullets. <laughs> did you find any... Body else in the, in the uh, interweb universe that enjoyed this film, right? So um, I only ever deal with tens when I when I don't like a film, and there wasn't that many tens. There wasn't many tens. There wasn't many tens. Not and, many to choose from. Um, the one I did like is someone that managed to blur reality 
So I will read out it. I actually visited this mansion tour in the 80s, struck by how many rooms there were. It's just That's just the title of it. That's a long title. I'm surprised you went straight into it there. Yeah, no, that's the title. Love your accent, by the way. Where are you from? <laughs> Winchester. <laughs> I saw this house in the 80s and was impressed by tour guides. All the women were dressed in some kind of period garb from the 1860s. <laughs> Full hoop skirts. By all accounts, this woman was widely regarded as a very sweet and kind lady who provided employment for hundreds of workers. She should not have felt guilty about the thousands of people who fell victim to the gun that won the West. Isn't isn't the Smith and Wesson the gun that won the West? Possibly. Anyway, uh, but yes, he's the, 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 he's gone watch this film and believed it to be a thing of fact. Yeah. Thing of fact. I love Americans. And the tortured cells who came to seek her vengeance on her. It was her husband who should have felt an atonement for the men and women who met a violent end at this weapon of mass destruction. It's not a weapon of mass destruction. Well, yeah, it killed massive lots of people. But you'd have to do it like a mass, you'd be like. Oh, I see. And just, you know. But if she was a woman at these cells branded a villainous demon, I would have said to her, Sarah! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he would have sat her down <laughs> and said, Sarah, there have been many figures in the past, both famous and obscure, that have tried to turn over a new leaf. Tony Stark, he must have gone, listen, I've seen this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he did missiles. He did actual weapons he of mass destruction. Yeah, he did a lot of bad stuff. And he's managed to, you know, he feels guilty about it too. He does. Yeah, I don't know. Renounce their past histories and dis disavow their criminal misdeeds and try to contribute to society, which she did by building this bewildering mansion. For what reason is a mystery? Some kind of transformation? A death in the family? Or a time experience? A diagnosis of an interminable disease? <laughs> or even a spiritual religious transformation? It happens not often, but occasionally in history. And then some weird characters ended that, so yeah, fucking hell. That's a long one, isn't it? Mental! Bless him. Francisco is the guy's name, or woman's name. 26 or 57 people found this review helpful in diagnosing a mentalist. Well, you know, I mean, it's good that they got so much out of it. I mean, I wonder if the only of our listeners in Alabama, that's Alabama. <laughs> um, Please don't be offended by my accent. No, as I say, they probably <laughs> wouldn't feel offended. They'd probably feel quite pleased that you had a go. It's the trying that counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's in all seriousness, it would be interesting to hear from some of our Alabama Just listeners. Just anyone. It doesn't have to be from Alabama. <laughs> anyone um, will listen to you. We know you're out there, Alabama. So... <laughs> Uh, I've got a ten out of ten. Uh, it's titled Winchester 2018. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Was oh, it like a future one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a American accent too, but I, I'll cool. just do my um, douchey, um, don't give a shit uh, teenager American person. Okay. <laughs> Firstly, I would for sure recommend this movie. I've been a fan of like horror films from childhood. I went to see it with my cousin, and she was jumping out of her skin. On the other hand, I am not so much scared as intrigued. However, it's not purely things that go bump in the night. The characters are profound. 
The mood of this film is menacing from the start, but the story is also a mystery. I was familiar with the story when I saw the preview for it from the 2009 Asylum Supernatural Horror film. I saw when I was younger, Haunting of Winchester Place. I recommend you see it. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. It really, yeah, it, it didn't seem that fussy. That was a 10. Yeah, I mean, they just sort of said, I hope you enjoy it. That sounds like, like a 7 out of 10 review as opposed to a 10 out of 10. Again, you know. How many people found that useful? Uh, I never... Oh, one out of, one out of four. <laughs> <laughs> so one of four found this review helpful. So hey. a lot less than yours. Your guy was hit down on the head, don't you? Yeah, well, he, he, he bought in. He bought in hard. So I think, generally speaking, from the review side of things, not many people enjoyed it or went to see, or maybe went to see it but then didn't feel compelled to put pen to paper or didn't get on the keyboard. That's what we were saying. It's just... Forget it's never going to win a Razzie. It's, and no one's ever going to actually actually like it unless you're fucking mental. Um, yeah, it's just so... Meh. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Then that's, that's it. it. That's, that's our a quick one. So we, our first non-interview podcast for a long, a while. Well, so, Chris, people, people that maybe didn't listen to the last three podcasts want to go. Hey, where's where's the interview that normally intersperses this bullshit? Well, hopefully you've dropped it. It's dropped into your box, isn't it? Your little iPad uh, yeah, pod. The previous one, you yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Mm. Actually, I need to make. Um, I need to do apologies. Oh, because I, I did the top five thing in that interview, and um, I mentioned, and I was alluding to the fact that for the Carry On one, that there was a, a dearth of comedic talent, both men and women, and just named the same comedian twice <laughs> for the. Just I just said Jessica Nappet about. Oh three yeah, times. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm sat in the car listening to it, going, Oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> So, in my defence, I'd had a bit of wine. <laughs> oh, we both had wine. Yeah, we, yeah. it was late in the day. Mm. We we'd been whining, and then um, yeah, I was quite, I was just quite excited that the top five thing happened, and then I, I just lost all memory of, um, of how, how many sort of British female comedian actresses there are. I mean, if you put on the spot, it's hard. But... It was my idea. I should yeah, have had yeah, some notes. Yeah. Well, never mind. Well, maybe but what anyway. we can do is you could do a, a an Instagram tweet or something and just ask, you know, we can cast this movie. I'm going to read. Oh, actually, that's a good. I'm going to Instagram it. I'm going to hashtag every single female comedic actor that I can remember and think of. Although, if that's not very many, that's, I'm going to just do some. Yeah, yeah. Do I'm the gonna, ones that you a, know. A caution. I'm going to do the people I wanted in the film. Yeah, the cast and, list. And also, we could get we could get some in, input from our um, social media followers. Jennifer Storms. Anyway, so yes, ended. Next film. Yeah, next film. Then I think we should probably dabble. So where are we? So we've done. Obviously, we, we start with horror back again. We've done horror. Um, we can't really do eighties or kind of old school. Stuff until Alienator again, unless you wanted to pick out something from the. We can't really get Holmes and Watson anymore, can we? Either? No. Well, the only thing is we've mentioned Deathwish. Why don't we try oh, Deathwish do Death Wish, remake? Yeah. It's a remake. All right, but then we can't do remakes again for a while. We said waggling his finger, so we did. No, no, I just mentioned remakes in my top five. That's one thing. There's been loads. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. 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 Let's. And you Netflix? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. I've seen it come up. Oh, it's on Sky. Right, okay. So well, we we'll do that. But if we can't, then we we'll do something. Not that anyone gives a shit at this point in the podcast. No, and also... Who gets the 59 minutes? Oh, 
I'll cut out loads. It's not 59 minutes anymore. Oh my God. Could you cut that bit out as well? The edit will be <laughs> revealed in its full glory. Um, um, right, Death, Death Wish with Bruce Willis. Death Wish on the, on the, on the, on the horizon. And his is funny. Yeah. What we'd like, just quickly, if you um, listen, just give us a quick five-star review on the, on the platform. So it's too late, to. Chris. You should have said this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, pop on there, like and subscribe and all that jazz because it helps us get into uh, more people's inboxes. I can't say like and subscribe without thinking of the Buxton theme Buxton tune. Buxton theme tune. We need our own theme song. Come on, you write like songs, Chris. Right, so uh, thank you for sticking with us for this long and uh, listening to our podcast in general speaking. Uh, as Chris mentioned, any comments, theories, likey buttons you want to push, go ahead and push them. We'll put the uh, socials in the uh, podcast description as normal. And um, the next podcast will be Chris's uh, interview, interview special. Interview special with um, our little snippet extra um, which if you listen to the last one is Chris is going to be talking about his top five sports that should be made into a movie um, and then after that we're just going to maybe do Death Wish if we, if we can find it so uh, join us on that and that one and that one and that one and then listen to all the previous ones yay yay Alabama <laughs> go Alabama <laughs> alright thanks bye cheers bye <laughs>